In Lent, the Church gives us the three remedies for sin, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Um, and if we've been reading the um, Office of Readings, we'll have heard repeatedly through this first week of Lent us being told that these three things have to go together, that it's not one or the other. You can't have prayer without the fasting. You can't have the fasting without the prayer. And they have to bear fruit in almsgiving. In the lectionary, those three are given to us. Uh, Ash Wednesday, the church gives us that text where the Lord Jesus speaks of all three, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, all together in a single text. But this first week of Lent that we're in now, The church lays out for us these three consecutively. So Monday, uh, we had, you know, what you do to the least of my brothers, you do to me. Almsgiving, works of charity. Yesterday, we had prayer put before us with the Lord's Prayer. And today, fasting. Now Jonah, with his call to the Ninevites, has many levels of um, that applying to us. 40 days of Lent, and what does he say? 40 days and Nineveh will be destroyed. The Ninevites heard him. They repented. They proclaimed a fast. They put ashes upon themselves. And from the king, right down to the, the animals, the herds, the flocks, they were in ashes and repentance and fasting. Even the animals fasting. Now we have presumably at this stage already decided upon our Lenten fasting and our Lenten works of penance and so forth. And presumably the church is expecting us already at this stage who have decided our fasting and self-denial. But presumably these texts are being offered to us this first week to kind of examine, correct what spirit is going into that. Okay, yes, I've decided on my fasting, but how am I doing that? Well, the Ninevites... And then the Lord's reference to them in the gospel. They remind us that fasting is about sin. That fasting is not primarily about losing weight in a diet, even though I do need to lose a bit of weight. Fasting isn't primarily about growing in self-discipline, even though I do need more self-discipline. Fasting isn't primarily about self-perfection, even though I still need to take on those words, be perfect, as your Heavenly Father is perfect. You know, in our modern Christianity, we can make fasting so much about ourselves rather than being about God and the primary question about sin. When we read the scriptures, fasting is a response to sin. That I need to have sorrow for my sin. 
I need to repent of my sin. And that my sorrow has to be not about making myself better and self-actualization, but sorrow for my sin. So the threat of punishment with respect to sin. So the threat of punishment hangs large in both the Jonah text and the Lord's reference to it. The men of Nineveh will rise with this generation and condemn it. For when Jonah repented, when Jonah preached, they repented. And there is something greater than Jonah here. Will the men of Nineveh rise with our generation and condemn us for a lack of repentance? There is something greater than Jonah here. Jonah, three days in the belly of the whale, dead before coming back. The Lord Jesus, three days dead in the tomb before coming back to a greater life. Me and you, 40 days in the death of the desert, that we might rise like the Ninevites. There is something greater than Jonah here, a personal God who I have offended by my sin a loving relationship that I have wounded by my sins. So to draw this to a conclusion with, I think, a question with my fasting, with my self-denial, with my penance, what is the spirit that is animating all of that? That we have lots of busyness, lots of doing in Lent. Well, let's get the focus right. Repentance for my sin. Reparation to the wounded heart of the Lord for my sin. Let's get that relationship aspect in my fasting right. Forty days and Nineveh will be destroyed. And the people believed in God. They proclaimed a fast from the greatest to the least.